Okay. New year. Same great smash content. Well, I'll work on the zingers as the year progresses, but that wasn't half bad for coming up with it on the spot. Okay, welcome to the show. I am Jeremy Jordan, and today we have a pretty packed show. Let's start out with some announcements. So I've got some new YouTube stuff, some short stuff. I've been kind of experimenting a little bit with that. Um, well, I'll get more into that as we get into the show, but... Uh, basically, the last couple things I uploaded involved me... Opening some toys from NECA because they've got these. Well, actually, they're they're really they're not new. I was gonna say they're new, but I think they've been out since 2020. I guess I've just been living under a rock. But it's the equivalent of the little capsules that you would get in like a quarter machine, but nine of them packed into a plastic bag and all themed. And NECA's got some pretty cool licensed stuff. So as a millennial, it it speaks to me. Um, and so I opened a Ren and Stimpy pack, and I opened a Halloween 2 pack, which is weird, because <laughs> I think they didn't even do a Halloween pack. I think they, I mean, there was multiple ones in the series, but I think they were all Halloween 2. And I'm guessing it's because of licensing. And I mean, I guess Halloween 2 is just, I mean, it's almost as good. Uh, so it was interesting. So you can check those videos out now and find out if it was worth the $10 for the packs. Spoiler alert, it's not. But there's some interesting stuff inside those little capsules. So check it out. Also, we're going to talk about real quick here what's coming in the future because I've got some big things on the horizon. So first of all, we've got Freaky Film Club Season 2 coming, and I'm thinking it's going to be the end of this month. And I've got a kind of a master list of from maybe the next six months out of some movies I'd love to do. And there's some good ones on there. Uh, there's some unintentionally funny movies. There's some classic slashers. There's some movies you'd come to expect from us and maybe some surprises and all sorts of different guest hosts along the way. So look forward to that very soon. And we've also got some new videos that are going to be coming out soon. Not non-short ones. So we've got a finally I was going to you know I promised this last year but this year for real and it will happen this month 
hopefully, you know, I, I would love if it was like within a couple days, maybe tomorrow, but you know, we'll see, see how things play out. It always, you know, you, in your head, you think that it's going to take a lot quicker than it really does. And that's like a classic creative conundrum. And it never, I never really seem to learn. <laughs> I always go into a production going, oh, yeah, that'll go so quick. We'll have that hammered out in no time. And inevitably it takes, I don't know, tack on an extra three, four, five times the amount that it, than I originally thought. But that's what you got to do if you want to make great quality things. And I'm not complaining. I'm just saying I should probably keep my things in check and not go on these tangents so I can continue the announcements. So the last thing is um, there's another little few production things I've been kicking around. And uh, another thing I teased back in last January uh, was a game show of sorts involving some romance. And I'm thinking I might be actually able to pull it off this year. So if that piques your interest, then the next couple of months are going to be really cool for you here at MediaPod Smash Studios. But really, isn't every month cool? All right, let's get into the meat of the show because there is a lot to cover. And um, I think the biggest thing is obviously the DeMar Hamlin situation and I'm, everyone, I'm sure, knows about this, so I'll just quickly recap it and try not to make it about me, which often happens when tragic things happen, but, you know, it is something to talk about, and it is big news. So, quick recap, uh, Monday night, last Monday night football game, uh, Damar Hamlin, basically, you know, it was a routine play, I mean, you know, took a hit, got up and then suddenly collapsed. And uh, unfortunately, you know, I, I, I saw that in real time, and I'm, this is not me trying to make it about myself, but I it, it really, you know, affected me more than I thought it would uh, seeing that. I kind of wish I didn't see that in real time. And, um, you know, people at home are going, oh, you wish you didn't see it? How about all the fucking people there? And how about him and his family? And I get that. But... Uh, you know, I I did I used to laugh and think that like triggered was just kind of something stupid, but it it does happen to me, people. And uh, I think as I've gotten older in life, I have become a little bit more empathetic and and kind of feel things more. And I I guess yeah, I, that really kind of affected me. Like I'm sure it affected a lot of people. It's it's it was a very scary thing. And I knew immediately it wasn't a normal situation probably after like the second or third break because it was like, okay, this is a, this just doesn't happen normally. I mean, the NFL is a machine that keeps on rolling and, uh, you know, they get these guys scooped up and out off the field as quickly as possible. Not to, I'm not trying to sound heartless, but like, let's be honest, the NFL has, doesn't have the greatest track record of, of being the most compassionate organization. Um, but in this instance, the game was actually called off. And whether or not you believe the five minutes to prepare thing, I'm not sure exactly if, you know, if that's true. Because later on, the VP came out and said, no, there was no intention of that. But 
either way, the, the coaches came together and the teams came together and they're like, fuck, no, we're not playing, right? You know, understandably so. And good for them for, you know, coming together. And um, so anyways, as the week progressed, everyone continued to pray and send good thoughts to Damar Hamlin and his family. And he progressed. And as of today, you know, the breathing tube has been removed and he's speaking. Um, it doesn't appear that there has been any major neurological damage. Uh, and so it's very inspiring. And, and um, the doctors, this is a great quote. This actually, this is really why I want to talk about this because uh, – uh, one of the first things they mentioned upon when he was writing notes and uh, conscious, he asked if we won, and the doctor said, you did, you won the game of life. And I heard that the first time, and that got me so fired up. Like, it, I mean, it's like, it. this situations like this and, and other things that happen in this world that, uh, you know, are... Uh, horrible can be a sobering reminder of the fragility of life and what's important. And um, so to hear something like that, it does kind of give you a reminder that, you know, that there's the focus is really on health and um, yeah, I mean, being grateful that what you have, because it could be taken from you in any second and you'd, young healthy guy like that it's just you just never fucking know and and all around the world i mean it's happening every day tragically it's just this is the one that everyone is talking about because it was on a grand stage but this stuff does happen all over i mean i just heard of actually the same week it was uh peyton hillis uh i hope he's doing okay he he went to the icu because he saved some kids from drowning and god what a fucking week for people um but it's just it, the stuff like this again. It's like a sobering reminder of the fragility and and to take extra care with each day and try to be your best and um you know just I don't know. I'm trying to I'm having a hard time finding all the words and articulating this, but just uh you know trying to <laughs> remind yourself that life is this does end and there's a ticking clock. So it's also a good reminder that you should be doing the things that you love to do and making sure that you don't give a shit about what other people think about that because TikTok, and I don't mean the Chinese spying app. So, yeah, it's uh, it was tragic, but it turned into a pretty inspirational moment uh an event um i mean i'm sure you've maybe heard of the go the gofundme account that he had too for uh the charity that he the toy drive which i believe you know before this happened it was around like two hundred thousand, and now it's a multi-million dollar campaign and that just goes to show you how much good there is in this world still and when tragedies happen people come together and there's so much power in, in human beings and, and humanity. 
I mean, it's as much as, you know, the news or other people or myself even sometimes, I'm guilty of it too, like to like to paint this world as a shitty place. There is still a lot of great things. And obviously my thoughts are with the family and I hope he continues to progress each day and, you know, fight back. So speaking of uh, ticking clock, it uh, kind of this whole situation... And the new year, of course, has inspired me to write a quick list of resolutions. And there's three of them, which doesn't seem like a long list, but they're pretty in-depth. And if I can manage to pull it off, I'll be pretty pleased. So first resolution is to learn more. And I feel like I've actually kind of started that off pretty well this year. I've been getting into shorts, which, you know, I've been told through various people online and videos that I've been watching that it's a good way to get more exposure and pick up some extra subscribers, which has been one of my goals. And so it's been an interesting trying to learn because I, I learned a few lessons in learning and maybe I can tell you and inspire you with some of these lessons because it didn't really start out that easy like I mean it's not like I'm a master at this short thing yet but um uh it really started off shitty like I had no idea what I was doing at all I at first uploaded some videos of me tasting the final Lester sodas so if you watch the Thanksgiving special that I did, I tried all these shitty sodas from Lester's. And I happened to have two left over. One was a bacon one, which was, God, that was so bad. Not as bad as the wing one, though. And then there was a peanut butter and jelly one, which was, it was okay. But, you know, just, this is like a, this is a, an abomination. But... My goal, my idea was, oh, this is a nice, this is great, quick content. This, these are shorts. This is short worthy. So, made the videos on my phone, did it vertically. But first error I made was editing them in Adobe prior to uploading them to YouTube. You see, that's a no-no if you want to actually have it be considered a short. Now, I could have done a little more research, could have slowed down a little bit and actually figured out what the hell I was doing, but I'm kind of a fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants kind of guy, and so that's lesson one. Maybe just kind of slow down and, and get your bearings before you go into something, or learn as you go and, you know, don't be afraid to fuck up, but st better make sure you learn if you fuck up and don't just keep doing the same shit. So in my case, I uploaded both those sort of videos, and I'm like, this is going to be awesome. They're going to hit the shorts feed, and I'm going to get a lot of great eyes on here, and they're going to watch me drink this soda. Maybe I'll pick up a few subs. And no, it didn't happen. It was, it just ended up being in two vertical, shitty-looking videos on YouTube that really don't belong on YouTube because they're not in the shorts feed. They're in my main feed, and like I said... If you're if it's not a, if it's not in the shorts feed and it's a vertical video on YouTube, it looks like shit. So 
but I'm not going to take it down because it's a, it's a testament to trying. <laughs> and I'm sure maybe some people will still check them out, but as of right now, they're probably my two lowest performing videos. Where they could have been probably better performers because here we go. Now I took those and I went, hi, why the hell didn't those go into shorts? And I did a little more research, watched a couple videos, and then I found out, oh, you have to either go directly from your phone into the YouTube Shorts editor, or you take it, you pre-edit it, but it still has to be from your phone. Can't go, you know, turn it into another MP4. And then you put it into YouTube, and it'll be like, oh, do you want to turn this into a short? And I was like, ah, bingo. So I did it again. And this time, I, like I said earlier at the top of the show, I did the toy things. I started out with Ren Stimpy and opened a bunch of capsules. And, you know, I got to say, there's another thing I learned here. I used to shit on this type of content a lot because I, I was like, one-minute videos, what you, like, any idiot can do this. And that is not true. There is a, this is a different kind of art because in order to fill that minute or can condense your stuff into the minute you really have to think about it because it's i can get pretty long-winded and uh especially like if you're doing an opening thing you kind of okay i'm gonna pull the curtain back don't tell anybody this don't tell anyone on youtube i did this but i kind of have to know ahead of time what might be in some of this stuff because i could be scrambling and if you go over a minute it's not a short anymore so i put this Ren Stimpy video out and I th I thought to myself at the beginning of it this is going to be cakewalk minute video turn the camera on boom and you go but no there's still some things you have to worry about with lighting um if you I have another thing I learned is if you do it in the YouTube studio app and record directly from that it mirrors your video and like why i don't know i don't know why it does because if i record it selfie mode on my phone it just shows it normally so there was another learning experience and then i uh i got uh well so here's what happened so i, I put the first one up and it went to the shorts feed like i thought it would with the um sort of videos and wouldn't you know it Boom. And by boom, I don't mean a huge viral explosion, but I do mean a lot of views compared to what I'm used to. And I was pretty pumped about that. It, then I, uh, the rest was, I mean, kind of history. It's not like, I mean, history <laughs> as in like two days ago history. But, um, but yeah, the point is, you know, you just do stuff and you can't be afraid to fuck up. As long as you're learning, because you're going to, it's not always going to be perfect. I've probably stressed this a lot, and I will continue to stress this. Nothing is going to be perfect. It's never going to be perfect, but there's so much wisdom gained from doing things and just trying. For God's sake, just try. <laughs> um, so that's kind of my shorts saga. I learned what to do, what not to do. And then on my second toy opening video, I recorded from my phone instead of from the YouTube studio app. And if you look on my Instagram Reels page, prepare to see the evolution. There's also a shorts video I did of my Home Alone house Lego set, 
giving a quick tour and a way to promote the actual review itself. So I'm thinking this could be a cool tool. So I'm going to maybe try to maintain a nice balance of short and long form, but not going to let it get to like become a thing where I'm always trying to do this and chase it and make it like a gambling slot machine. But in a sense, it kind of is like a slot machine, the algorithm. I mean, you put something in there and you just don't know what's going to hit. And you learn a lot about your audience and you learn a lot about the behavior of other people too. So that's kind of interesting. But, uh, I'm still very much into filmmaking and long productions and quality. So, again, though, but not that shorts aren't quality because they can be very, very high quality. And another lesson learned, don't uh, knock something till you try it. Turned out I was just a dinosaur and I uh, had to learn to adapt. But I'm slowly learning that maybe I can. So... That uh, was a hell of a first resolution. <laughs> learn more. And not just in the world of shorts, but I'm going to be trying to learn more as much as I can about everything. Um, I like to try to, you know, do digital things and still not crazy about doing thumbnails, but I'm going to learn how to do that better. And I'm going to learn how to, you know, do editing better. I'm going to learn how to do it all. But slowly and patiently. So here we go with number two. We'll move on real quick here. And number two is take on another challenge. So last year I did the no energy drink challenge for 30 days. And I kept a log of that over the summer in from like somewhere in June to July. And that was, that was actually a lot of fun. Um, one of the easier habits that I was actually able to break um, because I've, but prior to that, I did the nicotine breaking. I stopped drinking. Uh, there was a couple other things here and there, picked up some habits. So this was sort of like, eh, is it even worthy of recording? But there were definitely some challenging days and it was fun. So this year I'm going to try doing that again. And, um, I'll figure out what the challenge is. I'm not exactly sure yet, but I'll update you when I have that figured out. And third resolution is be more patient. And I covered this a little bit at the end of the first resolution, but um, just gonna be more try to be more patient in general. Like sometimes I feel like I can get into a rage mode <laughs> over stupid shit. So I'm going to just calm down. And this also goes back to the Zen and other things. My essay in which I talked about trying to be more Zen and try to recapture the magic of that great 2019 year. Um, and so it starts with, uh, you know, being more present, meditating more, um, forgiving myself and forgiving others because we all could use that and use a little more compassion and all that jazz. Let's just be more. I'll be more patient. I'm going to try really hard. So keep you updated on that. <laughs> Although it's funny because there's something coming up <laughs> where I'll talk about some more rage moments. But that was last year. So, all right. Then speaking of that, so here we go. 
that brings us to our final segment, 2022 Awards. And it's not your typical awards. I'm not doing album of the year. I'm not doing movie of the year, all that stuff. That's going to be for a different thing. I'm just picking, I picked some random ass categories and I'm going to name some winners. So here we go. This one's pretty straightforward. It's top five songs of 2022. And I guess it's not in really any particular order. I mean, these are all awesome songs that I just, Still keep playing. Like, I, I love these. So we'll just start out with number five, Earth Worship by Rubble Bucket. I've been coming a thousand years. You could call me the endless fuck. I'm really scared, but I have no fear other than you, my dear. I have ten years and bling grew eyes and made of clouds. Rubble Bucket is something, a band that came on my radar probably just a couple years ago. They had a really popular song that actually I think was included in like a Nintendo ad. And it was called If You See My Enemies. And it's also on the MPS Jams playlist now that I think about it. So if there's any song you'd recognize by them, it's that. But they're a really awesome band in general. They use a lot of horns horn-driven rock <laughs> and this album earth worship is fucking awesome uh this opening track it starts off with a quick intro and then you get right into the track earth worship and um i mean there's not much to say about it other than like it just is such a fun earthy song <laughs> and i really dig it you might even catch me walking down the sidewalk lip syncing to it like a maniac but if you live here i hope it's only that and not that you're stalking me okay next song is mirror by kendrick lamar i choose me This, it was hard to pick the song off this album that, because there was just a lot of great ones off this most recent Kendrick Lamar album. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it's a great fucking album. It's really beautiful, really personal. There's some great lyrics, great beats, and this song in particular kind of closes off the album. And um, I'll just let it speak for itself, kind of like Earth Worship. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> All right. So next one is Supermarket by a new, pretty new band called Wet Leg.
this song, Supermarket, is really fun. Um, I think it's just about getting too high and trying to be acting normal in public, but I could be wrong. Sometimes I just really dig the, the melody over the lyrics and um, don't really know what deep meanings of songs are. But maybe that could be another resolution. Try to figure out what the heck some of these people are intending. All right. Well, so that whole album, though, is great. It's uh, their album, that their first major album debuted. I mean, by major, I guess I mean only. There's probably like some smaller ones. What do they call those? EPs or LPs? I should pull up Spotify now so I'm not just floundering here. <laughs> Let's see here. Oh, wet leg. And I'm leaving this in too. So, for the record, EP is extended play. LP is long play, so I'm guessing, I'm thinking EP is the thing, you know, that's shorter, a little bit shorter, and um, their album, Jesus, let's just talk about their album for God's sakes, it's self-titled album, Wet Leg, these people are going places, and the song Supermarket's awesome, but really the whole album's awesome, runner-up for this, I was gonna choose uh, I Don't Wanna Go Out, because it really gives me, like, some Franz Ferdinand vibes, like, early Franz Ferdinand so uh really dug that but this whole album from start to finish fucking great so wet leg check them out if you haven't seen them and number two <laughs> what the fuck is going on uh, by bo burnham off of his inside outtakes i don't know what's happening i don't know what's happening i don't know what is going on what the fuck is going on I don't know what's happening, I don't know what's happening, I don't know what is going on, what the fuck is going on, I don't know what's happening, I don't know what's happening, I don't know what is going on, what the fuck is going on. I'm sure you maybe have heard of Bo Burnham, he's a comedian and songwriter, and he came out with a really great album. It was kind of a big comeback for him because he took some time off. And in 2021, he did this album, Inside, which kind of captured the isolation experience in a really comedic and somewhat sad at times way. And um, he did a follow-up of Outtakes the the next year, which was 2022, and uh, this song, What the Fuck is Going On, kind of speaks for itself again, like some of these other songs. I mean, uh, it's just him saying what the fuck is going on over and over. And um, really, it's a great anthem. I mean, because at times when this was happening, it was like, what the fuck is going on? I mean, even non-pandemic, sometimes it's just like, what the fuck is going on? So check that one out. Have a good laugh. And finally, number one, which actually probably would be my number one of 2022, is Tomcat Disposables by Will Wood.
I have mapped the cupboards and drawers, tracked the least walk spots on the floor. Happy to be and home. My God, I can't stop listening to this song. This is like probably my most played maybe of the year. Actually, see, I can tell you now that I have Spotify up. Yep, it made it to the number one spot of my top songs of 2022. And um, kind of a sad song, actually. It tells the tale of a mouse trying to get cheese and plotting his route. And, um, you know, it doesn't uh, work out so well for him. But uh, such a fucking awesome song. And the video is really cool, too. So... Check that one out. Check them all out. <laughs> all right, let's move on to the next category because there are a few more and we don't want to stay here forever. Good things must end at some point. So the biggest disappointment of 2022, I've got two winners for this. First one is Overwatch 2. So... When I first heard they were doing another one, I was apprehensive, I guess. It was exciting because they were going to be doing PvE, which still isn't fucking ready yet. But we'll get back into that later. And, um... I mean, I don't know. I was still riding high on the first one. I thought it was okay. My interest started to wane a little bit. And for my own mental health, I needed to take some breaks from it because... Again, stupid things can set me off. <laughs> uh, but I did really enjoy it. The first one was a blast, but um, finally got around to playing the second one, and I'm trying, I'm really trying to like it. And for the most part, you know, there is a lot of elements of the first. And uh, though, there, you know, there's a lot of things that, like, they, they took out or messed with that really didn't need to be. Um, for in, okay, so like here's an example. I actually just wrote this to one of my friends today. Like, I would like to know who the fucking halfwit was that decided that 5v5 with one tank is better than 6v6 with two tanks. And, you know, if you don't play this game or play games, this probably sounds like such foreign language to you, so I'll go quick. But, you know, this game is very known, it's very, pretty well known for having a lot of people, like, get off the point and try to think that it's a deathmatch sort of game at least in my experience it's very annoying and you know to be support or really any role it's you know you always you all have to try to play your role but with five now one less it's like god sometimes people are just like you're just they're just gone and you know you could write in and say maybe i suck but i don't think i suck <laughs> I'd like to think I'm a very good team player, and I'll be in any role you want me to be. I'm pretty decent at them. But it's just, with one less character, it's very hard to get used to. And uh, there's some other things that have happened to some of my characters that I like. My characters. It's all about me. I'll name one, and then I'll drop it. But Arissa, it's like, great character, perfect abilities, and all of a sudden, they just... She's fucking useless now. That's right, I'll say it. That's my hot take. Orissa, 
What the fuck is the point of you now? You have no shield, and you can twirl a little baton and throw a spear? Wow, that's fucking great. Here's one thing I do like though, Bastion has been nerfed, but really, it's like, uh, if you're gonna go take that step, just take it a step further and get his ass out of the game. I don't even want to see him or hear him beep or boop anymore. Fuck him. Alright, so that's enough about Overwatch 2. I really do, as much as I complain, it's I've, I've been enjoying it. And um, Oh, here's, you know what, one more thing though. I had, I was close to a thousand loot boxes in the first one, and these fucking assholes had the audacity to open them all for me. Like, th that was the first message I got when I opened Overwatch 2 and had it after in having installed it and transferred all the stuff over. It said, we, congratulations, you were put all, here's all your shit. It's in, it's in your inventory now. It's like, what the fuck? Like, you don't think I was saving those for a reason? Like, you should at, at least let me be able to, like, Give me a warning. Say, like, this stuff's going away. Like, what the fuck, guys? Like, you thought you were helping me? Ugh. And now you don't even really get loot. It's just, it's littered with shit to buy. Like, this is modern gaming. Like, I'm an old man yelling at Cloud, I realize, but I don't like the direction some of this stuff's going. And I'll move on. And that kind of still kind of in a similar vein brings up our number two. EA. EA was a disappointment again this year. <laughs> I'm sure you've heard some of my Madden rants, and if not, I'll make it brief. I'll pick out one thing that set me off in the last couple weeks with Madden, and that is the profanity filter. This is a new one. Got a draft class, which people have been great. The community of Madden is awesome. Uh, they're always doing some cool updates and giving you ways to keep the game fresh unlike the actual developers and in this instance i you know got the new draft class i'm like all right we'll start the next year of the franchise and uh you know have all the, the up-and-coming rookies and get this tyler van dyke his name had to be edited out because of the profanity filter like they changed they had to change it to the guy had to write tyler van dick which is still it's still dick even if it's not spelled like dick it's d-y-k but, like, there's a difference between a DYK and DYKE in Madden's eyes, even though it's a real fucking guy. Like, what are you going to do next year? He's going to be in this game eventually. What, are you going to have to put a bunch of fucking asterisks after his name? Like, that's rage-inducing, man. <laughs> and I will be more patient after this, but Madden has to cut me some fucking slack. Like, that's ridiculous, guys. And... I would even understand it if it was an online thing, but it's my own franchise offline. I should be able to name my guy whatever the fuck I want. If I want to name him fucking Cocky McBallface, like that's what I, that's my God given right as a gamer. <laughs> that's the number one starting quarterback for the team next year. Cocky McBallface. <laughs> whatever I said. So those were the two biggest disappointments of 2022. And I have, you know, I got the right mind to maybe not purchase this game next year. Just you watch. I might not do it. Madden 24, I might not do it, guys. <laughs> oh, okay. So let's get to something a little more positive. Or should we keep the negativity going? Let's keep the negativity going and then get into positivity. Because I've got Gaming Rage Award. And this was two winners as well. 
First one, Elden Ring, which I talked about in previous episodes. And really, it's not the fault of the game or the developers. They made a great fucking game. It's just my fault because it's a, you know, it takes a lot of patience and, and, and skill. And um, if you think you're going to go in there and hack and slash, let me tell you, you could, actually. You could build a character like that. But it's uh, there's a lot of strategy involved in this kind of game. And uh, some of the bosses are... You know, they can uh, they can get up to some shit and really piss you off. But I did eventually beat this game, and I'm happy to say that I did, even though one controller had to suffer. <laughs> and uh, the other winner here is Hot Wheels Unleashed, the spider and the dinosaur. <laughs> so if you don't know what I'm talking about, just maybe look up a clip or something. Hot Wheels came out with this awesome racing game, and... Unlike some of the other greedy game developers that are out there, this game has loot boxes that you can constantly afford because you get a lot of in-game credits. So you don't have to buy anything. You get a lot of cool cars to look at, and the track builder is awesome. The basement customization area is really cool. The tracks in general are awesome. But there's a fucking spider on some of these tracks that shoots webs and makes your car stall out. And I swear to God, it's like heat-seeking. No matter where you are, the spider hits you. And it, it's like I'll be on lap three of three, first place. I'm taking this thing. I'm taking it home. And there's specific goals for just getting first place. So you know I'm hungry for that. And wouldn't you know it, this goddamn spider shoots a web at me. And all the cars pass by like it's nothing. And oh, they didn't get webbed, though. That's funny. How the fuck did they all manage to avoid it? Well, I don't know. Maybe because it's rigged and they don't want me to get loot boxes quickly. But maybe I'm just crazy. I don't know. But I'm sure maybe some more skilled drivers have been able to avoid all the spider webs. I'm sure. Like, write in and tell me how awesome you are. <laughs> and how you've never been hit by a spider web once. <laughs> but I swear to God, it's like, no matter where you are sometimes, you're just going to get hit. It's like the it's like the um, that shell in Mario. What is it? blue shell i'm really kind of messing with my game cred here by not knowing it's the blue shell isn't it yes um yeah maybe and this is like heat seeking but what's worse than this fighter maybe not worse maybe it's on the same level they're pretty even but there's another thing on one of the tracks it's a dinosaur and he will open his and close his mouth but it just so happens that like it'll leave it open long enough for all all the other racers. But when it's my turn, oh, just oh, gotta close the mouth. I guess well, I'm gonna make sure it's a dinosaur, so I'm not um, mistaken. I don't wanna. I need to be constantly checking facts here. Unleashed and. Um, yeah, it's a dinosaur. It's He opens and closes his maw, his big gaping maw. And I can't tell you the number of times that I've just missed it by a second or thought I had to wait. And then the fucking thing stays open forever. I'm like, oh, good. I'm glad I braked for that. Like, and it's one of those things. They'll put them intentionally right before the end of some of those. So you'll be at lap three of three. I, this actually just happened to me this morning. I was in a huge healthy lead. Like, nothing was going to stop me. Somehow, all these other 
cars just got off the track, spun out. I was like, yes, this is great. And this motherfucker, he just closed it at the last second. I, I, mm, man, I hate you sometimes, Hot Wheels. <laughs> and yes, I realize that I am a grown ass man talking about a Hot Wheels racing game, but do not knock it until you try it. It might be on Humble. I think that's where I got it. So if you're into that, you can get it for the low, low cost of nothing. Okay, let's get to some more positive things here. Best new location, Door County. So 2022 was a fun year for taking trips for me. For me. <laughs> and... Uh, I went to I went on a solo trip to Door County for a couple nights and really just discovered what it had to offer. This was my first time going there and um, it was really cool. Like I heard a lot about it, you know, as I made my way in the world. I am th about three hours from that place, and if you're not from here, uh, it's it's a it's up on the little hand part of Wisconsin. There's that little arm that comes off. That's that's Door County. And surrounded by a lot of beautiful nature. There's some great state parks, great trails, lots of wineries. Because I guess, you know, if I was in an isolated place like that, I would turn to wine. Uh, and just a lot of cool art, a lot of cool people. So... I had fun. I learned a lot about myself because it was, again, it was a solo trip. And so I had a lot of time to think. And I really, I enjoy doing solo activities. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, I don't find it to be like a sad thing at all, actually. I, it's always weird that people think that like going to restaurants or movies alone is sad. It's like, sometimes that's like the only way you can escape. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, really, like, you know, movies with other people is great, too. But, like, at the end of the day, you're just sitting in a dark room watching a movie. So does it really always have to be with other people? I think not. Don't feel weird about that if you do. So Door County, yeah, best new location of 2022. And I will definitely be back. Only thing I have to do next this year though if i go back is go in a warmer time because i went uh it was like middle of october no early october like it makes a difference <laughs> um and got a little chilly and uh you know by when you're with all by that all, all that water it really whips the wind whips you so it could have been more enjoyable i think but it was still a lot of fun. And I got to go, My really my main goal for going there too was to see that Eagle Tower. And uh, I did it the first, well, second day I was there and uh, it was great. Did not disappoint, really cool. Saw a lot of interesting wildlife from up there. No eagles though. So I'll have to add that to the list for next year. Gotta look for some eagles. Saw a lot of cool uh, lighthouses though, that was, was interesting so all right more of a recap when i go I'll, maybe i'll bring the nice camera and uh make a thing of it okay next category uh weirdest thing i enjoyed 
from 2022. And that was actually really recently the Miley Cyrus and Dolly Parton New Year's Eve special. And maybe it was the circumstances surrounding it, but I gotta say, it, it was pretty good. I mean, you know, if you know me, you know I've kind of got this Miley Cyrus thing. Not, I was gonna, it's not an obsession, but, uh, because that would be weird to say. And it really isn't an obsession. <laughs> it's just, I think she's cool. And uh, I had a crush on her when I was a young man. And uh, this was actually a pretty good show. It was like a lot of good variety. It was, there was some funny parts. They have really good chemistry. I mean, they're legitimately like really close, Dolly Parton and Miley Cyrus, because I think that's her godmother. Uh, unless she just says that, I'm like, and I'm out of touch, but she mentioned it on stage. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like the performances were fun. They played a lot of good mixes of different songs. There was other new artists I hadn't heard of, but I actually enjoyed. And I'm trying to be more open to that kind of stuff. Like, I don't want to be always the guy that shakes his fist at the cloud. So, yeah, weirdest thing I enjoyed was that. And uh, let's see, next one. Best promo item this year or past year was the Boo Buckets, of course. McDonald's knocked it out of the park, man. The Boo Buckets, then they did that weird flea market, cactus cactus plant flea market thing, which probably shouldn't mention because, you know, you know, there's that other, there's that guy associated with it, but whatever. We'll, we'll just, we'll just praise the Boo Buckets. Yes, yes, it was great. Not exact replicas, but it was great. I was able to snag all three, even though one of them has a fucked up handle because my McDonald's here dropped the ball. But I'm trying to be more patient. And I know it wasn't their fault. It was the supplier. They just somehow managed to ship all the buckets without the right handles. And um, a multi-million dollar corporation. But I'll be, I'm going to be patient with them. Okay, next category is biggest achievement. And... uh talked a little bit about this on last week's episode uh, but i think my biggest achievement of 2022 was writing the book the book uh was a collection of essays that all sort of tied together and you know it started out kind of like slow going it was really just the one essay and it got really great response i was kind of afraid to get that personal and put myself out there but when i saw you know, the response and how, you know, what the kind things that people said, it was like, okay, like I got a little more confidence here and like, I really love to write and really was, there was a lot of stuff I had been itching to get out and share. So it ended up, you know, turning into a lot of essays. And I thought to myself at one point, like, this is a collection that could be one big book. And wouldn't you know it, it is. It's uh, you know, it's not. I hadn't self. I haven't self-published it yet, but it's in manuscript format. And in the next, I should add this to the resolutions list. I want to. I'm gonna self-publish this thing in the next like. Ooh, three months. Yeah, I think that sounds good. Next three months, let's self-publish this thing. All right. Next category. Best book I read. Mine. <laughs> Okay, let's move on. Uh, this is the last category 
for the 2022 awards and you know it's been a lot of fun everybody we really had a lot of we had a lot of great memories I really do think 2022 was a great year. Not like 2021 and 2020. Those years sucked ass. But 2022 was it was really good to me. And uh, so I just want to take this quick moment to really say thank you, 2022. And I really look forward to what's in store for this year. And uh, here's the last category. It is the GOAT of the Year Award. And that is the 2022 Halloween season, baby. Oh, of course. Come on. You didn't think I would leave Halloween out of this. I did another 31 days. There was all sorts of awesome food, promotional items. It seemed like everything started earlier. The marathons were awesome. Chucky season two. I think it's getting renewed. I don't know yet, but that was awesome. It was a great season, man. I, I I had a blast. And that's why the 2022 Halloween season is the goat of the year. And that's it. Thank you, everybody. I'm out. Media Pod Smash off. Have you recently lost a loved one and want to hold on to their memory forever? Would you like all of the world to be able to view what their life had been about? Seasons of Life Memorials is what you are looking for. We create individual and unique documentary shorts that will allow anyone visiting the gravesite to view the documentary and your memories of the loved one. Contact us today to set up an appointment at seasonsoflifememorials.com.